0: Gracias. Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 204, season nine. Today's date is March 11, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about Oldsmobile cars from the 1970s and 80s and my memories of uh, about Robert Blake, uh, the actor that passed away on March 9th. Uh, which consists of me watching him on television i'll talk a uh, talk about his career and the show the movies that i watched and the shows that he was in so it'd be very interesting okay right now the program will go to a commercial break and this program is brought to you by glory rug shampoo (laughs) and uh this commercial is from 1968. Uh, this features an actress uh when you listen, uh, If you're a TV fan like me, you wouldn't recognize her voice immediately. If you don't, I will reveal who she is. Okay? So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be back with the show. Thank you, everyone.
1: Now you can clean your rug this afternoon and entertain guests tonight. Glory does it. Glory, the new spray foam rug cleaner from Johnson Wax. Just push the button, and you get instant foam. It's deep cleaning foam. Sponge it in, and your rug's cleaner already. Let dry, then vacuum. Glory dries in only two to four hours, and just one can cleans a big 10 by 14 rug for less than $2. Try new Glory. So easy you can clean your rug this afternoon. Entertain guests tonight. Glory, new from Johnson Wax. Hear that?
0: Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Glory rug cleaner. Rug shampoo, that is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the woman that's speaking in the commercial, that was actress Joan Hotchkiss, best known as uh, Dr. Nancy Cunningham from The Odd Couple. She was Oscar Madison's uh, girlfriend for uh, for a couple seasons. You know, she was very pretty. uh and, uh, she was a wonderful actress and, uh, the, the only movie I remember watching her was, uh, Ode to Billy Joad that came out in 1976. You remember with, uh, Robbie Benson <laughs> and, uh, so she stayed, uh, not stage. She, I mean, she performed stage work. Uh, also a few movies, you know, I also remember from Bewitch. If you're a Bewitch fan, it's like when Samantha and Darren went to Salem, Massachusetts, and visit the House of Seven Gables, and there was a bed warmer, and she was the tour guide, and the bed warmer was animated. He was a warlock uh, that that Serena, Samantha's cousin, turned into. turned him into. <laughs> it's a funny episode. I love it. And uh, she got fed up with the shenanigans that Samantha was doing. It wasn't her fault it was the bed warmer. So, so uh, and she passed away on September 27, 2022. Yeah, uh, last year, she was 95 years old. Well, oh, she lived a long life. Uh, that's uh, she had a long and illustrious career. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was going to talk about Oldsmobile cars from the 1970s and 80s, and also my memories of actor Robert Blake, you know, watching him on TV. Before I get started, I'll mention a couple things. Uh, This past week uh, has been very nice. Uh, Someone sent me a message through Instagram, told me, you're, you're, there's an article, and you're mentioned in, in this article in the Chicago Magazine. I go, whoa, I didn't know that. I wasn't notified. <laughs> or, and uh, I, I, I did see it before, but, you know, I didn't read it. It was about dying malls, you know, shopping malls. Like, for example, uh, Fort City, R- River Oaks, um, all types of malls uh, in Chicago. Not just Chicago all over the country and uh so i he sent me the link this uh, young man did that and i read it and in the beginning it's about a podcast episode about my memories of ford city during christmas time i remember doing that podcast episode and that was uh very nice yeah, i'm very touched by that and uh, so i shared it on my social media i sent it to uh, a few of my family members and friends and uh he said that's great that's wonderful oh it's nice it's nice to be acknowledged you know but i had no clue like that another surprise i had uh, yesterday was i received a thank you note from a fan in the mail well, wow. my first fan letter. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to brag about it, but you know, that the thing is, it's very touching. You know, I get a lot of uh, comments uh, through social media saying, Pete, you're doing a good job. You, this is a wonderful page. You're doing on Vanity Chicago Chicagoland. I love your podcast, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, also on Twitter, but uh, this is very close to home. And it's, uh, I'm very touched, you know, and so it's someone I never met Out of the blue and he says and he sent me a thank you note. I posted a picture of me holding it and also next to it Was what he wrote? Uh, His name was David, but I couldn't read his last name. So I apologize David (laughs) and uh, That's uh, I guess I touch people's lives with what I do. That's nice. It really is Okay so right now, I'm going to get started. I'm going to talk about Oldsmobile cars. I'll talk a little bit of history of the automaker and my memories of Oldsmobile. So here we go. So Oldsmobile, uh, believe it or not, started in 1897. And the, the man who uh, started all this or launched was, his name was Ransom E. Olds and uh let's see i wonder what the eve stands for Eli, yeah i used to hear it's eli olds you know ransom that's an odd name and that started uh in the factory in lansing michigan not chicago you know of course of detroit in michigan you're they're famous for car um uh, you know uh factories like that and uh as time went, you know, they had Model Ts, and as time went on, and uh, it became a very popular uh, car. And uh, let's see what else. So it peaked like about in the seventies and eighties, like that. Uh, not ni- not the nineties so much. And uh, so I'll talk about two things. Uh, first, I'll talk about uh, the, the models that are very notable that a lot of people remembered or owned, you know, for Oldsmobile. Like, for example, there was the Oldsmobile 442. Uh, it began as a muscle car in 1964. I remember those. And uh, as time went on, it got a little larger and all that. Next one was the uh, the Cutlass, one of the most popular, best-selling cars uh, from this uh, automaker. And then there was the Cutlass Supreme. It was a four-door hardtop sedan, which I'll get to in a minute when I talk about my memories of that. And that lasted from 1961 all the way to 1999, you know, so that was... Uh, that was on the market for a long, long, long time. Also, we have the uh, Oldsmobile F-85. That was uh, way back in the old days. Also, uh, the Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, remember that? The uh, uh, The Oldsmobile Starfire, okay. And uh, of course, we have the Ozobiel uh, Delta 88, those big yacht, When I was growing up, I never heard of this term. Never, I never. And it was uh, huge. When, as a little boy, to me, was like a like a boat, like that. And I used to uh, be a passenger in in that car by uh, I guess some of my my parents' friends. They owned that, and it was like, ooh, wow! It was it was very comfy. Like that, and also uh, the Oldsmobile Tornado. they had that as well. Yeah, and let's see what else they had. Uh, of course, the yes, it's, Then they did the Oldsmobile Ninety Eight, and that was more a little more luxurious. Luxurious, excuse me. And uh, you know, you just sit there, and you're like, uh, it's like Cadillacs, like that. And I mentioned Toro Nando. Also, uh, there was the Oldsmobile Omega. That was like a sort of like the Chevy Nova. You remember that? And uh, I used to see those all the time when I was younger. That lasted from mid-70s to like the mid-80s, like about 1973, 1984. Also, there was the Oldsmobile Calais. Not Calas or Calais or like that. (laughs) Also, the Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra that was very popular, you know, back in the eighties and the nineties, like that. And uh, their their full station, uh, I'm sorry, their their full size station wagon at the time was the Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser. I remember those. Yeah, they had good. uh, Station wagons. I mean, do we have station wagons now? No. <laughs> we have minivans and SUVs. Forget that. They're too big. They're too big. I mentioned the Starfire before. It was like the it's based on the Chevrolet Vega. <laughs> and of course in the eighties there was a uh sedan, it was like a hatchback and it was called it's compared to uh, like the Chevy Cavalier or the Pontiac Sunberg or the Buick Skyhawk or the Cadillac Cimarron, and that was the Oldsmobile Forenza. I remember that, yeah. And then, well, in the nineties, I won't talk about that, but uh, if I'll read a few that might, uh, if you might uh, remember, uh, there was the Oldsmobile Chiva, the Oldsmobile Alero. Uh, There was another uh, luxury car called the Osmobile Aurora. And uh, they had an SUV. It was called the Bravada. Yeah, that was doing that. Uh, Let's see. The Oldsmobile Entry that came much, much later. Excuse me. And the Osmobile uh, Silhouette. That was a minivan like that. But uh, that was it that. <laughs> so uh right now I'm going to play a commercial for Oldsmobile and this is the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme from 1979. When I come back I will talk about uh, the card that my family owned which was the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. So sit back and enjoy the commercial. We'll take you back to the 1970s. Thank you everyone.
1: This is the famous design of Oldsmobile's Cutlass Supreme. It's one big reason why more mid-sized car buyers chose Cutlass over the last four years than any other car. But there's another reason. Cutlass is different cars for different people. Those who want style, value and good gas mileage choose Cutlass Supreme. Those who like the look and feel of a grand touring car choose Cutlass Calais with bucket seats, special suspension and full instrumentation. Those who want the nicest of luxury touches choose Cutlass Supreme Brougham. With richness inside, you'd expect in bigger, more expensive cars. Cutlass. Different cars for different people. All of them come with that solid Olds engineering and that great Cutlass feeling on the road. Millions of Cutlass owners know the feeling and love it. Why don't you take a test drive at your Oldsmobile dealer now and discover that great Cutlass feeling, too? Olds Cutlass Supreme.
0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Um, I remember the commercials very well as growing up as a child. uh, They used to advertise heavily on television from the, you know, They've been doing that since the beginning, you know, from the 50s, 60s. But, you know, they were big in the 70s. And they used to show it like when I was watching TV shows in the evening. You know, mostly on ABC, you know, on Channel 7. Uh, They turned it, they were like beautiful productions of that. (laughs) And also in the 80s as well. Uh, My memories of the Oldsmobile cars, I'll tell you right now. Uh, we owned a Cutlass Supreme. that's right. Uh, so I'll start in the beginning uh, we had a car our first car was a Mercury Montego that came out and it was in 1972 but we bought it used in 1975. That's when started my, that's when my mother started driving. We, my parents never drove before and she, so that was uh, when we moved to the Ashburn neighborhood. And we needed a car, so uh, my mom had to learn how to drive. Uh, she was nervous, but she managed to pull it off, and she's still driving to this day. That's, thank goodness. And uh, so we owned the Mercury Mar- Montego for a lot of years, but it was time to get a second car because uh, I was getting older. My brothers were getting older. We were go- going to college, you know, and, uh, well, I was in college at the time, like 81 or 82. I was at Daly. And my brother and my brothers were uh, – yeah, my, younger, my younger brother was uh, almost graduating grade school. And uh, my, my middle brother was in Bogan High School. He was in high school. So it was time. So I don't know who recommended or suggested that we go to this dealership. And that was Jack Thompson, also Bill. And a lot of people in Oakland would remember this dealership very well. And he was located on West 95th Street and South Pulaski Road. And he was in business for a long, long time. And right now, well, I don't know when it closed exactly. I'm not sure. Uh, Right now it's a Portillo's. (laughs) I go there sometimes for lunch, you know, uh, if I need my Portillo's fix. (laughs) So uh, we decided to go there, and you know, look around. And uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to remember the story. Uh, we decided like to, to get a four door car, you know, to fit all of us. My father doesn't uh, never drove in his life. Uh, he didn't want to drive. He uh, he passed. He took the driving test, but uh, he never got his license. That's the story that my mother told me. So he, when he was working at the conrad hilton hotel in downtown he relied on public transportation he never drove a car so uh we went to the dealership we looked around and there was one car that was very uh eye-catching it was it was a cutler supreme uh, i should double check with my mo- my mother because they were the of the colors because i think the one was blue or black and that looked very nice so my father did a, turn a 180, <laughs> he wanted the white one. <laughs> That's how it was. My mom was not pleased, <laughs> so we chose that. And uh, today, t- t- it was a nice looking car, it was white, and the interior was very plush. I remember it was uh, kind of brownish, you know, very soft and luxurious, you know, very comfy had an AM, FM radio. I don't know if it had a tape. I think it had a cassette tape. Not CDs. No. The CDs came later. I think it had a cassette player inside. And we had cassettes uh, at the time. I drove it a few times. uh, And so did my brother. About the time that uh, he, uh, let's see. Yeah, he uh, got his uh, blue slip and his license by the time he was at Bogan. And my mom started driving him, and she was a little nervous, but she got used to it. But she loved it. Uh, She liked driving the car. She wasn't crazy about the color. (laughs) But anyway, so the Oldsmobile, uh, we we had it for about, I don't know, maybe six or seven years, probably in the late 80s. Then we, I think we sold it to somebody uh, There was a friend of a friend of ours. And then, uh, then we started buying Toyotas. So uh, for me, uh, my next car was uh, when I graduated from DeVry in 1986. My very first car was the Chevrolet Cavalier. Oh, I love that car. I love that. I'll talk about that in another podcast episode. And so, other memories of my Oldsmobile, of the Oldsmobile cars, was in, the, in my neighborhood. I used to see them, and uh, they were parked in driveways, or I was a passenger. The Cutlasses, the Toronados. Uh, some of the kids that I went to high school with had, I remember one guy in my class, he had a, I think, a green one. Green cutlass, Very beautiful car. Beautiful car. No, was it was a green or is a it... No, it was uh, kind of tan. Yeah, tan color like that. I think the green one was parked in the driveway. Used to see them all the time. And then as you were driving around, you used to see all kinds of models uh, the Delta 88, the 98, uh, what? any type Any type of model like that. They were abundant all over the place so uh do you do i see oldsmobiles now i don't know i never notice i never notice right now because uh they ceased uh operations uh on april 29th 2004 that was the last uh if you still own old Oldsmobile, i don't know if you can get parts of it you probably could maybe if you're lucky I don't know <laughs> good luck to that you know but the people have a fondness for this car in their youth you know when they were younger and uh I don't blame them I really don't so it's uh it's uh, so that car was gone and also there was Pontiacs so maybe someday I'll talk about Pontiac we'll say about that and uh you know they're not most of the automakers all through the beginning they're still around others have disappeared a couple a few have been relaunched but not also i don't see that coming back no (laughs) that was it (laughs) also has a logo of the rocket the the famous uh you know the the skinny thing like that (laughs) i think that's what it's called sometimes it was like a hood ornament or it was on the you know on the car or on the trunk you you would look at that and you you, you automatically automatically recognize as an oldsmobile. Yeah, that's that's nice. Okay. Right now I'm going to talk about actor Robert Blake, and uh, when I heard this was a this was a shock to me that he passed away on March uh, 9th of this week. He was 89 years old. He's famous for his roles and you know, uh, one movie role he was famous for is in Cold Blood. Oh, I've seen this movie about uh, two or three times, and he's so chilling in that. It's like, ugh, he's a nasty guy. And in television, oh, uh, well, actually in the movies, he's best known as Mickey from the Our Gang series. So I'll get to that in a second. And also he's well known for Barretto, a famous TV role. I would love this show. I loved the show when I was growing up. I, I look forward to watching it on Channel 7, WLS in Chicago, also the reruns. Uh, right now, I will talk a little bit about his background, you know, his biography, that is. And then I'll get to his uh, his movie and television career. Okay. So uh, he was born Michael Gupitosi. I can't pronounce his name. In Nutley, New Jersey, September 18, 1933, and uh, so he started in the uh, Our Gang series, The Little Rascals, from 1939 to 1944, and then he appeared as a child actor in the uh, film fan- franchise, The Red Ryder series. I've seen once, probably on television, probably, and. Uh, I think you can see that on YouTube, if you can find it, I believe. And uh, he was very successful. One movie I remember him in was uh, a movie called The Big Noise that starred Laurel and Hardy from 1944. And uh, he was a mischievous kid (laughs) because Laurel and Hardy were hired as detectives to protect a bomb. (laughs) And he was in there. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of critics, and a lot of people thought the movie was terrible. I, I like the movie. It's funny, you know, because I, I love those guys. They're, they're hilarious, and they still laugh at them. And uh, let's see what else. And then he, then he moved on to television, and he appeared in a lot of westerns, a lot of westerns. And uh, also as another... A film role that he was famous was the treasure of Sierra Madre. And he was uh, playing a Mexican boy who was trying to sell a lottery, t- a winning lot- lottery ticket, excuse me, to Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> and and uh, Humphrey Bogart throws a glass of water in his face. <laughs> That's a good movie. I used to watch that movie on Channel 9 on WGN. That's, it's classic. I like that. And uh, then he came, then he drafted him in the army, and then he came back. And then he, like I said before, he appeared on television, like uh, mostly westerns. Like for example, How Gum Would Travel, The Rebel, uh, Bat Masterson, Laramie, and uh, he also uh, other movies, uh, Pork Chop Hill, also PT One O Nine, The Greatest Story Ever Told. He did that. And then the the most famous movie he was in was in Cold Blood. He starred that. And uh, also, here's a movie that he appeared that I never heard of. I I totally forgot. It was Electric Glide in Blue. I never seen this movie. And uh, so from what I've heard, it's a good movie. He was was wonderful in that. Okay. And... uh, so uh, right now, I'm going to play a commercial with Robert Blake. And a lot of people remember him. He used to do commercials for STP, the the, the oil, you know the, from the, uh, you know, the STP oil. And this is the STP uh, gas station commercial from 1977. And it features Robert Blake. So let's sit, sit back and enjoy. And I will talk about, uh, about Beretta. And uh, my memories are watching Beretta. Okay.
1: Thank you, everyone. Sit tight, pop. I'll pump myself. Let me tell you something, gang. Any gas gets you where you want to go. But it ought to be in there cleaning your carburetor too. Now you wanna make sure you're getting the job done, use new STP gas treatment. You just pump in a can with every tank load of gas and it goes to work cleaning like a bandit. Clean that carburetor. Get a hold of this and do it yourself. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for STP featuring Robert Blake. I remember this commercial very well. Excuse me. He used to show this all the time in the, in the 70s. He uh, did a lot of them. I was in grade school at the time, and they were like he was memorable in those. He really was anyway, about Beretta, uh that started in nineteen seventy five but it had a, kind of a history of uh this show uh before that, it was like a revised show of a television sh- excuse me of a television show called Toma that started Tony Musanti, was an actor. And uh, he started for one season. And then uh, they wanted to continue the show some in some way like that. So they retooled it. And uh, they made it into Beretta starring Robert Blake. And uh, that premiered on January 17, 1975. Ended uh, March 18, 1978. Ran for four seasons. Of course, uh, when you start, when the show comes on, you hear that famous theme song, uh, sung by Sammy Davis Jr. You know, keep your eye on the sparrow, do, you know, do, 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 like the, Oh, when you, after you hear that theme song, you're ready to watch the show. Uh, that's how it was with me. And I'm sure for other people. So the, the, the blood the, the, uh, what the show was all about is, uh, it was Tony Beretta. He was a plainclothesman police detec- detective, uh, he was, a he, uh, he disguised himself sometimes, you know, sometimes as a woman, sometimes as, uh, other ethnic groups, he did that, uh. I never saw him. uh, So he wasn't, uh, maybe I saw him one episode. He wore a a policeman's uh, uniform. I think he did. I don't know. That sounds familiar. His famous catchphrases of the show was, uh, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. And also, you can take that to the bank. And when I posted about him on my uh, Facebook page, uh people keep saying that (laughs) and uh, he used to drive this uh 1966 chevrolet impala this four-door sedan it was like misty blue nicknamed the blue ghost that's funny like that and uh it was a very popular show at the time uh also in the cast was Billy Truman. That's played by Tom Ewell. You remember him from the seven year itch. Also there was rooster. He was like, he was a pimp, but he was an informant. He always gave uh, a uh, t- uh tips or tips on the information or like that. He was very reliable. And uh, let's see what else. Also, there was a uh, Couple people, and there was uh, two superiors he worked for, you know, supervisors. One was Inspector Schiller, and the other was Lieutenant Hal Brubreger. He always gave him grief. <laughs> I think he did with the other guy too. And there's, there was also an older detective. His name was Fats, and he had a raspy voice. You know, blah, blah, blah. You talk like that, <laughs> you know. And uh, of course, I haven't forgotten Fred. The talking cockatoo. Oh, he was, I don't know, I hate to say this, but I look forward to seeing Fred. You know, every time Fred was on, I was very happy to see him. He was entertaining. He was cute. You know, smart, smart bird. Very smart bird indeed. Like that. And uh, so I heard there was some behind the scenes that he didn't get along with some people or didn't like the way the show ran. And, uh, I don't know if he quit or they just, uh, cancel it. could be either way. And then, uh, uh, Robert Blake moved on and, uh, started in a uh, couple, couple of shows. And then, uh, what I remember uh there was a miniseries called Blood Feud that came out in 1983, and he played Jimmy Hoffa, and I saw this, and he was excellent in that role. He was great. And uh, I haven't seen it like I saw it once, and that's it. And I wish uh, maybe I could find it on YouTube and watch it again. Maybe it's on DVD. And then he started in another television series. It was kind of controversial. It was called Helltown. <laughs> <laughs> and he played a priest. <laughs> I saw a couple episodes. He was okay, but uh, didn't do well in the ratings. So, And uh, his last movie was in, uh, he played the mystery man in David Lynch's Lost Highway. They came out in 1997. He's, David Lynch is famous for Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks. You know, He, he looked like a very weird guy. <laughs> in that. Uh, I never seen the movie. I never seen it. No. Of course, uh, Robert Blake is famous for his personal life, but I didn't want to go into more depth of that. You know, he was married three times. He had two kids. Uh, His son Noah was an actor. And then he met that woman in 1999, Bonnie B. Bakley. And uh, she was like a con. She was a con artist. You know, she really was. And uh, of course, he fell for her. You know, I guess she was a very smooth talker and uh you know and she was murdered on may 4th 2001. uh a lot of people said that robert blake killed her some people didn't say uh he denied it but he was arrested anyway and uh also uh he had his bodyguard he was arrested too with the connection of the murder but then uh he was acquitted after that um, but he claims he, he was in. He's, he's been innocent, but we don't know who killed him. You know, I killed her. Excuse me, <laughs> I didn't mean that. So he went to trial. You know, then he went to trial. Then he got acquitted. And then after that, uh, I don't know if he did any acting. Very little. I guess he retired, and uh, he just you know he kept a low profile. Also, he had a he had a daughter from. uh, uh, from, uh, from, uh, Bonnie Lee, you know, so you had three children. So, and, uh, you, you would see him on interviews. He would go crazy, you know, like that, but he had a hard life. He really did, you know, growing up, he was abused and, uh, uh, but as for acting, he was awesome. He really was. I, I liked him. I really did. And, uh, especially from little rascals and uh, his movie roles. Yeah, they're okay. But Beretta, the best, the very best, you know, uh, all I know is the first season of Beretta's, uh, DVD has been released on DVD, but not o- other, uh, seasons. I, maybe this will bring the other seasons out, you know, to be released. I hope so. You know, watch a couple episodes on youtube if, if you can find them i believe you can so also beretta went into reruns i remember watching him on channel 32 i remember that like in the late 70s and early 80s and uh, i used to watch with my mom and uh, my brothers we loved that show and friends of uh, friends of mine all through high school they said oh we got to watch beretta yeah because he, he was very appealing It really was So he's gone now, Uh, but his uh, work will live on forever. Okay, that is all for the that's all for the show. Excuse me. So I'll do a recap of what I discuss. Uh, I talked about the Oldsmobile Oldsmobile cars from the '70s and '80s. Also, my memories of actor Robert Blake on television and uh, watching him on TV in Chicago. That is and. so i guess that's it uh this podcast will be published later on today uh, you can find it on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify also uh it'll be on my youtube channel Spanish chicagoland stories i will publish i will use that because a lot of people like the youtube it's easier to listen i will do that i will do that you can listen on your desktop your tablet your phone whatever device you have. And uh, so that's it, folks. Uh, I will have another podcast uh, probably Tuesday. We'll see you know what I'll discuss. And uh, so this is Pico Stannis, your host for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, uh, the podcast. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Uh, this weekend will be a little eh, cold, a little snow, eh. Not that great. But uh, it'll get better. Spring is coming. (laughs) It is coming. I mean, we had spring, but uh, I mean, officially, that is. (laughs) Okay. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's a little uh, traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to
1: go. Bye-bye-bye.